we are crowned with honor by God, we should behave in a way that is appropriate to this kind of elevation. Happy New Year! This is Chapter, Verse, and Season, a lectionary podcast from Yale Bible Study. This episode is coming out just after Christmas, so I hope you're listening to it while lying on a sofa, breathing in essential oils, and wearing a rejuvenating face mask, or whatever it is you do to relax. This week, we have Fulker Lapine, Horace Tracy Pitkin Professor of Historical Theology, and Vasilius Marinus, Associate Professor of Christian Art and Architecture. They're discussing Psalm 8, which is appointed for the first Sunday after Christmas Day in Year A. Here's the text. Psalm 8 O Lord, our Sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and infants you have founded a bulwark because of your foes, to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are humans that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God, and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. When reading this psalm, the are some verses where I say yes, absolutely, and there are others where I'm very reluctant, saying, can you really say this? Just look on the first verse, yet you have made them, which is the human beings, a little lower than God. I don't feel like just being a little lower than God. I more feel like the verse before, what are human beings that you are mindful of them? I feel more quite far away from God. I feel like someone who doesn't have the power of God and who doesn't have the righteousness of God. So um, I wonder what the psalmist wants to say with just a little lower than God. Yeah, that's, that's a very interesting point. This is a wonderful song of praise. And I think one of the main themes, if not the main theme here, is to um, underscore uh, God's uh, magnificence and splendor, but also say that despite this, God deigned to make humans the agents of his sovereignty on earth, made them important. I think this paradox that uh, you underscore in verses 4 and 5, in verse 4, um, you know, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals, that you care for him? And then on, on 5, it says, yet you have made them a little lower than God. It expresses perhaps surprise that uh, a God in all their magnificence is doing something like that. So you say my, my feeling of this tension is already made clear by, by the psalmist somehow saying, yeah, yeah, there, there is a tension. But then still following this verse, which explains what this 
glory and honor of the human being is you said, yes, we are agents of God's sovereignty. Are we? Are, are sheep and oxen happy about us having the dominion over them? How, how do we deal with them? Do we this in a way beings just a little lower than God should do? Or is it our own way to deal with them and making them just working for us, eating them, taking them for our own purposes? Yeah, in reading this psalm, I think what we need to consider is that it represents perhaps a gold standard. It tells us that God in, in their magnificence is doing that and uh, we need to be mindful and behave accordingly. We are crowned with glory and honor by God and we should uh, behave in a way that is appropriate to this kind of elevation. Nice reading. <laughs> I, I would like to follow you. I, I'm just not sure if I can do because I, it does not say you should do it like this, but you are crowned and You are the one to whom God has given dominion. So it is more like a description. And I'm wondering if I find myself in this description. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, perhaps something to aspire to. It's uh, something that uh, we ought to do and we need to do, even if I guess uh, what we see here is God saying, um, perhaps you know, this is your standard of uh, behavior and uh, that's what you need to aspire to now it's your personal responsibility to do that and if you don't by reading this psalm you need to consider what what kind of behavior is appropriate for a being that is uh, created just a bit uh, lower than the angels and when we connect this with christmas is it about all of us human beings is it about us human beings seeing as God himself would become a human being? And so w would you go so far to say this ideal which is manned in the psalm is fulfilled somehow in Jesus Christ? Yeah, I think that uh, uh, you're quite correct. One of the traditional uh, Greek Orthodox uh, interpretations of this psalm is that this is a psalm of uh, the incarnation that uh, God deigned to become human and uh, uh, live among us. That at the same time raises the stakes for humans. The incarnation, the incarnation of a divinity is uh, uh, such an extraordinary event uh, that uh, raises the stakes for everybody. And somehow reading the psalm like this, it's it's a kind of appropriating. There's a Jewish reading of, of it which might be completely different to this and might be closer to the original meaning of this psalm. So I'm always a bit, am I allowed to, to use a psalm in this Christological context as our Christian tradition has done for so long? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And I think that, and it's a difficult question to uh, answer, especially when it comes to uh, scriptures. And generally speaking, um, uh, a, a text can, uh, or a reader can interpret the text in a variety of ways that uh, fit, uh, uh, you know, their context, their identity, and so on. But I think just to propose something that addresses your question, uh, I think we should always be mindful of the original context of the psalm, where it came from, 
and um, have a respect for um, as far as we reconstructed the original meaning and the interpretive tradition uh, that comes from um, the Jewish world. So that makes preaching much more difficult. <laughs> so having a certain message and for this message, different layers of awareness, being aware of the fact that's what I preach for my congregation, for those who have the same faith as I have, but I also have to have them in mind who think different. It might change the way of preaching, which is then less promulging a, a certain message. It is not just giving a message, but maybe it is more reflecting about the text. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think anybody would argue that preaching is easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yes. And um, you know, as uh, historians, both of us that deal a lot with texts and uh, the, the uh, authorial intention and all these uh, great things, you know, we need to recognize that uh, texts have an original context. Um, now, I'm not sure, and I'm not talking specifically about scripture here, I'm not sure that the original context needs to absolutely restrain us in our interpretation. Um, and there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of theory out there about um, a reader response to um, every text. But I think when it comes to speak scripture specifically, and uh, particularly when it comes to preaching on texts from the Hebrew Bible, some awareness of the non-Christian history of these texts is useful and important. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Professors Lapine and Marinus, for thinking through Psalm 8 with us. For more Bible study resources, check out YaleBibleStudy.org. Videos, study guides, discussion questions, it's all free. That's YaleBibleStudy.org. Chapter, Verse, and Season is a production of the Center for Continuing Education at Yale Divinity School. It's produced by creator and managing editor Joel Baden, production manager Kelly Morrissey, associate producer Aidan Stoddart, and I'm your host and executive producer, Helena Martin. Our theme music is by Calvin Linderman. We'll be back with another conversation from chapter, verse, and season.